Hello and welcome. This is the Office Hours Podcast, and we believe here that every Christian adult should be a student of the Bible, of literature, and of history, and that they can learn to delight in the process of learning. On this podcast, we share bite-sized ideas, practical tips, and nuggets of good literature to whet your appetite and get you into the books themselves. In this season of Office Hours, our theme is Reading for Real Life. My name is Ryan. I'm here with my wife, Rachel, and our good friend, Erica. Guys, what are you uh, reading lately? I am currently on A Swiftly Tilting Planet, which is the third book. I think it's the third of the um, A Wrinkle in Time series. So they're, they function, yeah, Madeline Langle. Thank you. Um, They don't function uh they're they're companions rather than um yeah she she liked that better um and i actually think that i like this one the best of the four so i'm i'm rereading them i read them for the first time in grade five and i loved them i loved the atmosphere um so i'm rereading them as an adult with a far uh, more robust worldview and kind of reassessing how I feel about these books. And there's so many good things and so many like, ooh, ah, things. Um, but I, I do really like A Swiftly Tilting Planet. It's a good one. I started listening to The Odyssey because I think I read it in university, but I don't actually remember. <laughs> you almost certainly read at least chunks of it. I definitely did. I know there was a few lectures on it. Um, it's kind of a classic first year thing. Yeah, classic. survey. So yeah. I thought I would, you know, get that, that title crossed off my to, to read list by mm-hmm. listening to it and happen to have an extra credit on Audible. So there we are. And it's um, it's um, not Patrick Stewart. It's Ian... Ian McKellen? Yes. Oh, I was going to oh, ask, neat. is the reader... Oh, yeah. yeah. Erica, who wrote the Odyssey? <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks. So in this episode, uh, we're talking about principles for picking a good book. We're, uh, we've gone through here, we assume that uh, you you desire to read, that uh, you think that maybe I I should be reading things, uh, but of making many books, there is no end, as the uh, the preacher says. So how do you uh, how do you pick what you're what you're going to read? And that's uh, that's what we're going to deal with in uh, in this episode. So the first thing, uh, just like if you're going to do anything else, just if you're going to pick out a microwave or a pair of shoes or a cat. Um, you got to uh, you got to talk to friends you trust who know about these things. That's uh, that's the first place to start. You know there are there are lots of lists. Every school, every uh, you know reading related organization is going to give you a list of things to read. There's nothing wrong with those types of lists. Uh, we'll be creating lists like that ourselves, uh, but. If you uh, you know yourself, you know your interests, you know your your level. Uh, talk to uh, talk to people who read and uh, who who read in a similar kind of uh, re- similar kind of genre, th- who have similar interests and tastes to your own, and get started with uh, with what they would recommend. Maybe 
that's that's a very important uh, uh, part. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, somebody who who shares your worldview as well. Uh, somebody, if you so, if you've got, I don't know. That, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, um, so, Logos online. So classical schools often will have reading lists. Logos, uh, Logos school has a very extensive reading list for, um, yeah, based uh, by grade. But that is a really good one. Um, that's a good place to start. Kids, uh, kids classics are really Im- important books to have read, and it's a good place, good place to start. So, um, in classics in general, there's a lot of, you know, classics, classics lists that everyone should have read or whatever, read or whatever. But if your classics are a little intimidating, it might be easier to get, if you're kind of a new reader or you're a new wannabe reader, it's maybe a good place to start is like with stuff that you actually Yeah, so yeah, for sure. Ease yourself now, in and... Yeah, to be uh, to be honest, you know, we if we want our our kids, our students to be reading the classics, we start them off with uh, age appropriate adaptations or uh, what what are those uh, abridged. abridged versions of classics. You know, if uh, you like, maybe I like the idea of reading Robin Hood. Like that, I feel like that kind of I could get into that, um, but. Then I get the book, the book itself, and it's a big one. And uh, maybe I, maybe I, you, there's nothing wrong with starting with an abridged version of some of these things. To uh, it's that's like reading the back cover. Like that's some like. Uh, mm hmm. Yeah, that can uh, that can sometimes be the case. So uh, just a. Uh, no, no, no. That's uh, that's a good entry point. Yeah. All right, uh, but I guess yeah. Just more on uh, trust and the question of worldview. Uh, you'll notice that so far, uh, conspicuously absent from this conversation has been, you know, ask your local librarian, uh, and that's uh, that's not accidental. Uh, that was great advice. You know, t- yeah, exactly, exactly. But. Uh, not not everybody knows this, but I uh, I actually studied to be a librarian. That's uh, that's what I have my my degree in. It's a real education in many senses of the word, uh, and you know there are you know there are some wonderful people working in libraries. The uh, the institution of the library in general, uh, I'm I'm still very supportive of, but libra- librarians. Uh, Dis in a disproportionate number, uh, disproportionately are uh, are real um, sort of progressive activists, and uh, that uh, there's a, there's a whole history for how that came to be. It's a known thing. It's not it's not a well guarded secret. It's but uh, and if you ever go to your local public library nowadays, even in our small town, you know you'll see. All the, you know, all the progressive agenda on full display. And when I say display, I mean display, like the book yeah. display. These are the books right out front that we think that you should, that yeah. they think that you should read. Uh, so there, there's a, there's a real, um, 
sort of activist and uh, it's funny I mentioned Robin Hood earlier there's a, there's a Robin Hood mentality amongst a lot of librarians that you know we're the we're fighting for the literacy and the uh, the education and the upbuilding of the public over against the you know the evil capitalist publishers and that uh, that goes deep uh, that goes mm-hmm. deep into the soul of a lot of librarians so be uh mm-hmm. yeah 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 but don't ask, let your ask children someone. loose in libraries yes yeah don't let your children uh, run wild or get whatever they want from a library uh, and again ask people you trust who whose worldview is is going to be similar to your own who are going to to value and prioritize and love the, a lot of the same things that you love Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the fact that if you're a new reader, your your tastes or what is good may not be fully developed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so classics, a, a lot of classics, uh, not every classic, uh, but a lot of classics are classics for a reason, right? Um, <clears throat> we like I like to talk about how books or uh, songs and hymns or anything else. Uh, has uh, has a half life, you know. It's it's going to be good and relevant and interesting uh, to a broad a broad enough audience for a certain amount of time. And if it's you know if it's really good and really uh, worth preserving, then people are going to pick up on that. So and that's uh, and they become mm-hmm. they become classics. And it's uh, you know there's a you know, there's there's a process of vetting that uh, that happens that uh, you know the, we read we read the Odyssey now thousands of years later because we acknowledge that there are it's a it's a universal universal human themes mm-hmm. uh, that are being dealt with uh, in a very interesting compelling relatable way mm-hmm. and if you can uh, you know, if you as an author can can do that and pull that off well then you've got to, you know, the recipe is fairly simple. Uh, it's, it's all in the execution. Yeah. But reading a classic, classic can be hard. Reading a yes. classic yeah. can be, can be difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, it's hard to read. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accessible, yeah. Yeah. So one, uh, it was after my second summer of university, or after my second year of university, the summer right after. I had, uh, I had gone through that year. I had done fairly well, and I had got it into my head that I was going to be, you know, a real a real scholar and a real reader over the summer. So over this four three and a half month period, uh, while I was working full time, I set for myself you know pretty what I thought was a pretty accessible goal of reading um, Calvin's Institutes, uh, Hodge's three part systematic theology, and uh, 
Thomas Aquinas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I think the institutes alone is like 3,000 pages. Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not only are they dense, they're, uh, like I said uh, in a previous episode, like six pages at a time is, is kind of what, what you cap out at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't succeed. I didn't... Uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't nail that one. <laughs> not, not completely. <laughs> no. Um, I think classics are also... Sometimes a classic is not amazing literature, but it's foundational to the Western canon, um, and other things are built on it. Yeah. So just... Mm-hmm. That's why the, it is valuable and, and why sometimes it's hard. Sometimes the stuff that has come from it is better, but it's actually still really valuable to work your way back. So start maybe even more modern. Um, that's okay too. Mm-hmm. And again, ask somebody who knows these kinds of things. And yeah. We, we were actually just talking this week about I'm kind of in a rut for what to read. And you had said, I'm in the season where I read so yeah, I think there's great value in rereading yes. stuff you really enjoy. Yeah. Or that was read to you as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, uh, we are reading, uh, listening uh, with the kids to the Lord of the Rings series for the third time, I think. Yeah, they they get better, and I you know I've read these books five, six, seven times over the course of my life, and I'll I'll hear pieces of it while we're uh, while we're listening, and like I have no recollection of that that part of the story, that character, that scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are. Uh, yeah, listen, listen to some, uh, listen or read some classics, uh, talk to uh, trusted friends who, who are, uh, yeah, able to, uh, able to give you, give you some, some good guidance. And there's the bell. Um, yeah, that's right. All right. Well, we'll see you next, uh, next time. Thank you.